Hey everyone, and welcome to the Yes I Can podcast, where our mission is to inspire and empower you to transform your life and transform the world by being fully, unapologetically, authentically you. I'm your host, Paul Can, and every week we are going to share amazing stories, strategies, and coaching to help you break through your limiting beliefs and supercharge your greatest superpower, the power of you. Your best life awaits. Let's go. Now, I'm really pumped up for our guest today. I've known her for a while, and she was actually a very powerful coach and a transformational leadership program that really completely transformed my life. And I'm really excited to have this conversation, to dive into her journey today. She is so incredibly powerful. I can't wait for her to share your story, so I'm not going to give it away. But she's done so many incredible things. She's a musical channel and a shamanic guide. She was born and raised in the Philippines. She's now you know, living in the sunny state of California. She's studied many different shamanic lineages. She's trained in multiple healing and transformational modalities. And she's connected to her star and earth guides to channel light language. And her voice truly brings profound healing. She has created some just incredible music. And she is today on a mission to help people find personal liberation by fully inhabiting who they truly are. So please help me in welcoming Lotus Sky. Lotus Sky, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to have you. Thanks for having me, Paul. I'm, I'm so honored to be here. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm really honored to, to have you. And, you know, I loved for us to jump right in. And I think your story is so incredibly fascinating. I know this wasn't always the work that you were doing. If anything, this was a life that looked completely different than where you started. So take along, take us along this journey of, you know, what led you to being a stand for, you know, really personal liberation and being who you are today and doing the work that you're up to in the world? Yeah, I mean, wow. Every time people ask me now about my personal story, I'm like, where do I begin? <laughs> um, but I, I already did this earlier in another interview, so I think I can do it again. Um, so yeah, hello everyone. I'm, I'm Lotus Sky. I'm a musical channel and shamanic guide. And it's if you'd asked me, you know, 10 years ago, if I would be introducing myself as that, um, I would have said, no, I'm Christine Nolendo and I'm a doctor. And uh, uh, <laughs> I was essentially born and raised in the Philippines in a conservative Catholic family. And, um, you know, with that came with uh, what it came with, you know, ancestral colonial wounds, a expectation and pressure to uh, abide by the status quo, uh, what they considered was, you know, the perfect archetype of a uh, woman. And with that, there was uh, a lot of ancestral wounds of um, shame, scarcity, separation, a sacrificing of one's dreams in order to be safe, in order to make it in the world. Um, and so uh, I grew up in, in, in that space, in this, this bubble of, of judgment and really wanted to really wanted to be successful. I wanted to be happy and I wanted to be successful as in accordance to um, what was taught to me by society, what was taught to me by family, what was taught to me by the church. And I was doing pretty well. I was winning in the matrix, you know. Mm. I was a straight-A student, uh, pre-med student, uh, as I came from a family of doctors. I was being courted by the richest bachelors, most eligible bachelors. I was dating a billionaire. Um, I was also a model. I had long hair and wore high wow. heels and all that epic things. I'll, sh I'll share you a picture later, Paul. You'll be, you'll be like, what? Um, <laughs> That's and, amazing. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and I was winning in the matrix, you know, um, and uh, people, you know, like admired me for what I created. And at the same time, though, 
um, I was not living to my authentic self. I was following what felt like the right thing to do in order to be happy, but I was feeling pretty empty inside and I wanted to fill that void. Um, I think the biggest one of that emptiness was being a closeted queer person, you know? I was gay, I, I had a fluid gender identity. I, I consider myself two-spirited today, um, containing both the masculine and feminine spirit. And at that time I was closeted. I knew very quickly that it wasn't safe to be that I was um, and essentially abandoned myself to fit in. With that came a lot of depression that I hid underneath makeup and I hid underneath smiles, mm -hmm. right? And um, hid underneath good grades. It wasn't until a good friend of mine in high school passed away suddenly while I was in college. I was a sophomore year in college. I remember the moment so clearly I was in my dorm room I was about to go hit the books, you know, and ace my next test. And um, I got the text from my friend that uh, my friend Chris had passed. You know, he had an aneurysm and died within 48 hours. And that really hit me in my heart because it was a shock, you know. And to think of how short life is or how life can change in an instant. Um, I remember running to the church, you know, I was... I was deeply spiritual um, at that point very involved in you know my catholic faith i wanted that i felt that connection to god and that was the medium in which i did that i had this moment where i thought whose life am i living and what life do i really want to live it was from that moment that i started to really tune into my heart to stop doing things in order to seek other people's approval um, to look good and to start generating from within my true authentic self and i did that by coming out to my family first and foremost i came out as a, a gay woman and they didn't take it well i got estranged from them you know now being an international student from the philippines going to college in the u.s in dc as an international student um, without a social security number um, that was a risky thing to do but i did it anyways and i ended up getting estranged from them i had a hundred dollars in my pocket um, and i was homeless for a time and you know um, I could have spiraled in that space but instead I really chose to transform um, the situation and make it the greatest gift in my life and I instead of becoming the victim in my life I decided to be a hero and I work hard to finish school worked seven jobs and <laughs> worked hard to finish wow. school um, and then went on a journey of healing myself reclaiming myself there was a point where my, my family wanted to reconnect in that way, but reconnect to change me, to influence me. And I did reconnect with them for a bit, but it was harmful to my emotional well-being. And so I, I just chose to emancipate myself completely to find out who am I without you projecting on me? Who am I without society projecting on me? Who has, what is my truth? And so, Paul, I lived in mountains, in deserts, you know, I went to jungles. I went on a deep shamanic healing path to discover that I lived in a van. I had a six-figure um, tech job. I wrote music. Um, I went on the medicine path, which was the biggest life changer for me, going on the plant medicine path and um, learning the um, shamanic ways and ancient teachings of indigenous teachers um, um, all over the world. And from there, I found three things. It is in our deep connection of self to self, to our authentic self, deep connection to source, the cosmos, and our deep connection to the earth. It is through our full expression of our unique vibration in this world, our unique medicine. And it is through our commitment, unwavering commitment to our service that we walk this earth warrior way. And in that earth warrior way, I found myself, I found my service, and now 
I created a prosperous business guiding people um, to fully reclaim their selves, reclaim their connection to the earth and to cosmic wisdom, and to make their life a full expression of who they are in their life. So in a nutshell, that is my story. In between that, there was a marriage, there was a divorce, <laughs> there was purchasing land in the desert, there was living in the desert on my van, there was so many in-between things there, but that was the journey um, in my 20s, so to speak, where I discovered myself and now and aligned in my work. So first of all, wow, like that is such an incredible and a powerful story, the story of doing whatever it took and being willing to pay the prices for you to truly be authentically who you are. And, you know, I'm just thinking about your story, you know, of, of where you were before when you seemingly on the outside had it all. And I can completely relate to that where I've been in that place where on pen and paper, it looks fantastic. And yet on the outside, I remember just feeling like I was, it was Halloween. It's funny because Halloween's tomorrow as we're recording this. <laughs> It, it felt like Halloween every single day. And I felt like I was doing such a great job at playing the part that everybody wanted me to play that I completely lost myself. And so what was it for you? Like I, I, you know, what was that moment for you when, even though on the outside, I know you had shared, you know, your, your friend passed away and yet there is still such a big price to pay it's seemingly on the outside of letting go of everything that you had in order to have what you want. So what was it? What was that shift for you? What was going through your mind at that time? That was like, you know what, this is where I, this is where I get to go and I'm willing to pay that price. It was the suffering that I experienced from continually abandoning myself. Hmm. And eventually the suffering added and was way too painful that the, the results or the payoffs weren't worth it. You see, what I've discovered is that life is meant to be a beautiful flow of gifts, opportunities, synchronicities, and growth through challenges. And when you're not in a living in alignment with who you are, there is a literally a pain that is experienced in the soul, um, a deadening of the soul. Eventually, even getting up and looking at yourself in a mirror might be difficult or challenging. Going on your computer to work that job that you hated, you know, that you, were, you could bear, but now you hate. You know, these feelings of when you feel like you're walking through a deep ocean, you know, like heavy water um, in your life. That was when I realized like, I can't, I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to make it mm. if I'm going to keep doing this. And so even though my ego was like, what is wrong with you? There are so many times when my ego was like, what is wrong with you? Like, think of what's at stake here. You know, think of what's at stake here. Who are you without your mother's support, your father's support? You know, it's hard to make it out here in the U.S. You know, mm -hmm. like, who are you without, like, can you, can, do you really think you can do this? You know, even going from my six-figure tech job to being an entrepreneur, doing this as my life purpose was also such a frightening thing. It was my ego being like, what's wrong with you? Like, we have something good here. Like, you're making six figures. You're only going to make more money. You have unlimited pay time off. Like, you're good at what you do. And I just, I just, you know, I wept because I was like, I have to follow my heart. I have to follow my heart. And I knew because of my connection to spirit that when I do that, the universe supports me. When I am in alignment with myself, the universe supports me, period. And even though it feels like a, you know, jumping off the cliff, you know, with, with <laughs> blindfolded, there is that support that's available. And so I knew that when I, um, 
had that moment of this is too painful. I get to shift from this. And I know that when I do take these risks, when I'm willing to give up who I thought I should be in order to be who I'm really meant to be, that I will be supported. And it was in that belief that changed everything in my life. Every single risk that I've done in my life has always been from this knowingness that when I live in alignment in the authentic expression of who I am, I don't compromise that. Then I'm in the flow in which there is unlimited universal support. But if I'm living in misalignment, if I'm compromising on my dreams or feeling like I need to put, put on a facade or a persona to succeed, then there is a dissonance and disharmony with universal flow. And so things won't flow the way that they're supposed to. And it's harder to create things. It's harder to make things happen. And so it was with that faith that really carried me. And it was with that constant recalibration to who I am in connection to spirit that supported me to the journey that I have right now. I am a musical channel and a musician and a healer. I, I, and, but I have a multi six figure business. How is that possible? This breaks the archetype of poor artist, starving mm -hmm. artist, poor healer. Yet here I am to claim my truth. Um, and this is why I'm so passionate about sharing this work with everyone. Mm. What has been that difference for you? What do you, what do you find between, like you said, I think you brought up something that was super powerful where there is this narrative out there that you have to either follow your dreams and follow your heart and be poor and not make any money, or you have to trade away almost your authenticity or what you feel called to do in order to create money. What was it that created that bridge for you where, like you said, you broke apart that, you know, almost that like archetype, that stereotype of anything of, you know, you can't have what you want and do what you love at the same time. What really made that difference for you? Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. It's a, it's a, that's a beautiful question. And, and what I'll share around that is like the biggest influence in my life has been Disney movies. You know, mm. you think about Disney movies, you think about like these heroes, right? Like they have like optimism and hope about what's what they deserve in their life. You know, what's possible for them in their life. You know, there's 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 no jadedness or cynicism in Disney heroes. They believe in themselves and they believe in life, you know. And so I think one of the reasons why I've been able to uh, the biggest differences made for me was um, I didn't buy into cynical belief systems. Um, I didn't buy into jaded belief systems that like, oh, well, you can't do that. That's impossible. Like, you know, you can forget that. I was like, no, like, uh, I don't believe that that's how the universe works. I, I believe that when we have a calling um, in the nature of duality, just like a coin on one side, if you have a calling and the other side, there are people to receive that. There are people there to receive your gifts. And this belief that I had that the universe unconditionally supports you it could also unconditionally support you in your limiting decisions your limiting beliefs you know so if you believe you know whatever you believe it'll unconditionally support you know i was mm. speaking to bashar who channels these like um fifth dimensional beings you know it might be too woo for your audience but i'm going to talk about it anyways <laughs> and i talked about i was like you know sometimes i get these messages that the universe is cold dark and impersonal and that, you know, if you're going to make it in life, you got to work hard. It's got to be arduous. You got to give up your dreams because that's how it is. And Bashar goes and tells me, it's not that the universe is impersonal. It's that the universe is unconditional. And whatever that you believe, it will unconditionally support you. And that's your greatest power to choose what you decide to believe about life. And what you decide to believe, it will support that. And for me, I decided to believe 
that I can be in abundance, in joy, in flow, pursuing my dreams and contributing my unique, authentic medicine to the world. And so it is. And so it has been. Mm, I think that is so powerful because, you know, you often hear that, um, you know, my whole life I have had this black cloud over my head. I've heard that many times. I remember that I was in a conversation with um, a coworker at that time and she would just talk about how there was this almost like he says that cynicism that followed her in terms of no matter what I do, it never works out. There's always a black cloud. And I remember sitting there thinking like, you know, what is the distinguishment between someone who feels like they constantly have that has bad luck and someone that is just like things always work out for me like is it truly that you know there was just something magically that happened when you're born so that that was just your destiny or is it truly something that has to do with our how we show up in life how we choose to show up in life and i think what you just brought up there is so powerful because what's in that is that it's not that the, the universe is unfair or that treats certain people better than other, others. It's about what are the underlying beliefs that you have and the universe is unconditionally, like you said, if anything, supporting you and giving you what you want. Yeah, like he said something really interesting too around abundance. He was like, you are super abundant. It just, it's just a matter of what you decide you're abundant in. So if you're gonna be abundant in bad luck, and you know bad karma and difficulty you're going to be abundant in that and if you choose to be abundant in the goodness in your life in in synchronicities and miracles you will be abundant in that and and um you know i think about this because we're in challenging times right now right mm. you know it's 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 october 2020 we've, we've been through this pandemic and all the things that are going on with racial justice and uh, politics and all that and I'm seeing a huge spectrum of experiences. You know, there are people who have been on like my level earlier this year, same level as me, you know, same level of space, you know, in opportunity, in income and, and all that stuff. And then what I've seen is that people take these experiences, these transformational times, and they get disempowered by them. They get disempowered mm -hmm. by them and then they spiral because they have not embodied the earth warrior way. They haven't, they haven't embodied the earth warrior within. They haven't claimed their sovereign power. They haven't claimed their love. They didn't do the healing that was necessary to free themselves of what's keeping them from feeling their true power. And then I, and, and so now they're struggling, you know, they're going through hard things and they're committed to their, they're unfortunately committed to their disempowering stories about their life instead of showing up for the healing. If you have an experience where you feel like the world is not working for you, there's likely some childhood experience or ancestral trauma where that was programmed in you. And you have the power to clear that right here and now, which is why I do the work that I do, um, because that's an illusion. You are an infinite, powerful being. All of us are. All of us have unique medicine in the world. And so when you are able to be courageous in your healing, in, in being a guardian of your thoughts, a guardian of your belief systems, and recalibrate and re-architect it so that you are a co-creator of your life, walking in this earth warrior way, then you are now not in survival, but you are in creator being, you're in quantum creator being. And so that's what I chose to be. I almost shut down my business earlier this year out of fear. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know if people are gonna be paying for spiritual development in this time. Like mm. I'm just, maybe I should just go back to my six figure tech job. And instead I showed up transformed 
a channeled source through me showed my authentic self was in service over and over and over again. And now I'm making my biggest year in business. And now I'm supporting so many souls, you know, I'm, I'm increasing my team, you know, spreading like, you know, the economy around in the share of, of prosperity. And, um, and, I, and I know that's because I chose to re-architect my life in a way that works for me, in a way that is in alignment with me. And so if there's anyone listening here that's like, I'm one of those people that's just bad luck is part of my life and I just need to settle. That's not true. It is not true. And if you want to believe that it is true and you're fine with that, go for it. But if you are open to shifting and being willing to do the beautiful work to reclaim yourself, there are high rewards at the other side of this. Mm. And I think that is, um, you know, I, I love what you said there just around if you're willing to go in, if you're willing to let go, what I'm hearing is letting go of, of being right about where you are, being right about your limitations, being right about, you know, this is just how it is. Like I, I hear that so often, like it is what it is. It isn't what it is because you have the power of choice and the power of choice is so much more infinitely powerful than, than what we often feel like it is. And this isn't just a yes or no, there's so much underneath that. And I love what you were saying earlier about how you almost dropped your business and said, I'm just going to go back to tech. And that during these times, there's, I believe it's a big wake up call that we're in right now. And you can either choose to wake up or you can continue to hit the snooze button. That is also the power of choice. You know, and I think that more and more people are being awakened to go do the inner work and see the power of inner work because it isn't just a surface level thing in terms of like, you know, I'm going to think some positive thoughts and it's all going to be good. I think that's often this almost like misconception around self-development. It's like, Hey, if I just read a few books, you know, I listen to, you know, a few podcasts, things are going to completely transform. Yes. They can move the needle. And at the same time, it requires us doing the work on ourselves. So what for you, like coming, especially from like the world of tech, and now being in, you know, a, a very, you know, a spiritual environment where you work with, um, you know, many, many different people, what is, where do we get, like, where do you see us going? Like what is missing right now between, you know, where many people are in terms of stuck in that school of thought of the conventional, like, this is just how it is to unlock their infinite potential for where they get to go in life. Yeah, that's a really great question. And I'm, and I'm super psyched to answer this question. For me, what I feel is go is happening in our consciousness now is a great awakening to our divine identity, to our connection to who we truly are as pure source. And this is not in any shape or form, you know, some religious woo woo, what what, you know, it, this is a spirituality is not tied to your, um, you know, faith dogma or religion, you know, or anything like that. Spirituality is truly your connection, how deeply you connect, how deeply connected you feel with to yourself, to your soul, to the earth, because we are nature beings, we are nature. And our contributions get to be in harmony with mother earth, because we are born from her, we are made of her, we are not on her. And our connection to the cosmos, because we are cosmic beings as well, walking in space you know, on this planet. <laughs> and when we get into a space of um, the mental sphere, 
When we try to figure things out mentally, the mind can only go so far. It boggles. It only creates from what it knows, meaning it only creates from the past. And so when we're able to transcend that and, and access our spirituality to understand that there's a beauty to the soul journey, there's a meaning to your life, there's a medicine and gift that you get to contribute, and there's a power in you that you get to create and re-architect your life so you can fulfill your higher visions, co-creating with Mother Earth, with spirit, with your soul, um, with, your, with all the guidance that's available through your intuition, through your heart, um, and escape the mental trap um, you will free yourself. And I see us going into a space where we're starting to really um, awaken to that presence, to that realization that we are powerful creator beings. We are powerful earth warriors um, that can take charge of our life and have agency over our life and co-create this future we truly want to live in. And that starts with our authentic expression, right? And so, you know, I teach about this in the Earth Warrior way, but how I see it is in, um, again, the connection with the cosmos, the fullest expression of who we are and an unwavering commitment to service. Like what I'll share around this is that um, a, a lot of things can't really be solved in the mind and sometimes it can be confusing. But when we can access the way of the heart and we can learn from the wisdom that's available um, from the earth, um, from our soul, and move in that what the Navajo will talk about as the beauty way, generating from inspiration and possibility rather than lack, limitation, and separation, then we are then we can shift things in our lives and as a result shift things in our planet. Mm, yeah. And I think that that is really powerful and really seeing how, you know, where we get to go in terms of like really seeing just like how I love how you talked about how we're, we're infinite creators. And I think that is a really powerful shift in, and how we see ourselves, not as, you know, beings that are walking the earth where, you know, things are predetermined and things are happening to you, but you get to generate the experience that you get to have. And I love that you brought up about source and for so maybe some of our listeners, maybe you haven't heard about what source is. Tell us a little bit more and help us like maybe some of our audience understand, you know, what that really is. Cause when I first learned about how we are the source of everything that completely changed my life in terms of how I show up, how I source things in my life and how it comes down to responsibility, being responsible for absolutely everything. Yeah. I love that. And it's so interesting the word source and how it's used. Um, I use source as the totality of all things. Um, some people may call it God, goddess. Some people may call it great spirit, you know, gran espiritu, you know. Some people may call it Aleph. You know, there are many ways that people would call this, but I, I consider source as all that is, this infinite energy and potential. When you are connected to all that is, which I believe is what spirituality is, when you're connected to all that is, this holy trinity of connection with you, the earth and the cosmos, you know, all that is, you're able to channel source in your life, you know, um, you are a conduit and channel for what is meant to be birthed from you as your unique medicine and vibration. And so when you claim yourself as, a connect, as connected to source, you also understand that you are also source of all things in your life. You source things in your life by being a powerful creator being, you essentially get exactly what you intend. 
right? Mm. And um, so whether you source a troubling relationship, a difficult relationship that's reflecting a lot of your wounds, you source that for you to resolve that trauma and not repeat that again in your life. You know, we consider um, for my teachings, hell is just a repeated karmic pattern of unresolved wounds. You know, as long as, you know, some person may have come from an abusive um, upbringing, an abusive childhood, and then as a result, got an abusive partner. Well, you can switch partner from partner to partner. That form of abuse will still come in some shape or form unless you resolve that childhood wound. Um, but you could source that relationship to heal it, you know. Um, you can, and, by no, and, and then you can source good things in your life, you know, um, by declaring that that's what you're sourcing. Um, and so when you understand that you are responsible for everything that you create, um, then you can discover that you can create something else. If you do not like what you are experiencing now, you can literally create something else. You can draw that boundary. You can leave that job. You can apply for a better job. You can start that business. You can um, write, the, you know, write that song. <laughs> you know, you can reach out to individuals to inspire you. You can source opportunities, energy, inspiration, anything when you're tapped into this infinite potential of you. And that's what I mean by you being connected to source, all that is being a channel and conduit for source to move through you, um, to contribute your unique vibration and medicine to the world. And you source all things for your benefit. You can, anything that happens in your life, you sourced it and you can use it to transform your life for the better each time, whether or not you consider it a positive or negative experience. Mm. And I think that in itself is, you know, when I, when I first started learning about that and when I first like, you know, was, was learning about responsibility and about source that completely blew my mind. And I think there's, you know, some conversations that I hear about, well, you know, how can you possibly say that I source or I am responsible for an abusive relationship or, you know, possibly being, you know, sexually abused or physically abused. And I think the, the power of responsibility, it isn't about coming from a disempowering place or a place of shame or a place of blame, which is really important to note. It's really about coming from a place of that you, that everything that happens, I love how he said it happens for you. It happens through you. And there is something powerful that you get to choose to take away from that, whether you want to choose for that to continue to empower you as a part of your journey or use that to disempower you that in every moment, no matter what has happened, that you have the power to change its meaning and what you get to create from that place. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I can speak to that as well because um, maybe there are some people in the audience that are like, whatever, Lotus guy, like you don't know what I've been through. And, mm. and I, it's true, I don't. I, we never met. Maybe we have. And like what I, I can speak to that, you know, I grew up in physical abuse and sexual abuse as well. Um, I don't mind sharing that at all. It's, this, it's not something that, you know, attacks me, crutches, you know, it, it's something I've released and healed. And um, I, I struggled with understanding responsibility until I realized that like, what, how you choose to leverage your story, your history, your history, um, you can rewrite it literally the meaning of it to something either empowering or disempowering. That's your choice. And so how I choose to leverage my story is that yes, Paul, I came from a very difficult 
um, ex you know, uh, upbringing. Not to say that it was all bad. I can tell you right now, like there were so many blessings, you know, um, the security and, and the education I was given and all the things that I've been mentored by, um, all the places I traveled, you know, um, from a spiritual standpoint, it was difficult. Uh, from an emotional standpoint, it was difficult. And so, um, I, and I can share that I, here's my story. I grew up forgetting that I'm lovable, abandoning myself to be lovable and having experiences where I felt unworthy and unlovable. And I went on that journey to discover that I actually am not just lovable, but I am love incarnate. I am love expressing itself through me. And because of the high contrast of knowing what it feels like to be, feel completely worthless and completely um, unlovable, to going to a place of knowing like my power, my truth, my authenticity, my magic, my medicine, how blessed I really truly am. I've now used that high contrast in my experience to support other people who've gone through difficult things in their life and are still willing to create something beautiful out of it. That's what I support people into, to fulfilling their higher visions, despite what has happened to them or mm -hmm. for them rather. And so that's how I leveraged me being a source of that. It's kind of funny when you think about it, right? I was sent from the stars here on earth, thinking that I'm lovable only to remember that I'm love and spreading love wherever I am. What a beautiful story. Now I could have taken this and I tell you, Paul, I came from a history of addiction. All right. Um, addiction and depression and suicide as well. You know, and I claim that, you know, it wasn't uh, as bad as, you know, what may, people may think, but it was, it was, it was, there was a history there of mm -hmm. a lot of my um, ancestors died of like lung cancer, throat cancer, uh, tongue cancer and, and, and gambling and womanized, all those things. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was ill, colonial wounding. And, and I came from that and I could have also become an addict. You know, um, there was a point um, in my early 20s when I was healing from being cut off from my family. It was I went through a period of depression through that and I would start my days drinking brandy in the morning and smoking a cigarette. Like I was like 23, 22, pretty young to start off drinking brandy in the morning, you know, and I could have just become an alcoholic, <laughs> you know. Um, I could have taken my story and been like, well, now I'm an alcoholic and now I'm just working a job I hate and now everything's against me and I hate my mother, I hate my father. They made me this. I shouldn't have gone through this abuse. No, I didn't do that. You know why? Because I wanted to be free. I wanted to be free. I didn't want to give up on myself. Whatever I wanted and desired in my life, I, I was committed relentlessly to overcome whatever was in the way of me feeling free, lovable, fully expressed, abundant, connected, and trusting of the universe. And that all, all boiled down to a choice of perspective. And I chose a perspective that benefited me, not hindered me. Mm, yeah. And I, I, I love what you brought up there because one of the most powerful things I ever heard is that you will always be right about what you choose to be right about. <laughs> and you can either be right or you can be free. And I love what you said there, how you chose to be free. And that requires us letting go of being right about our situation, our circumstance, you know, why our life is the way that we are, why we are the way that we are. And when we hold ourselves so small, there's no room for anything to come into our life. So I love how you brought up what freedom really is and what's on the other side, because you often hear freedom 
and people think financial freedom. Like you'll hear this, you'll say, I just want to be free. I want to be financially free. I want to have the house and the cars and be able to travel. Great. But what's really underneath that? Are you really free if you have the house and the cars and the vacation? I, I know myself, I've been, I was in Bali, you know, not too long ago, two years ago, showed up on my Facebook, uh, you know, memories. And, and I was at a five-star resort that was absolutely immaculate. And I felt so miserable. And it was like, everything was gray. And so is it truly that the location or the house or the money is going to bring you freedom? Or is there a deeper freedom that you're looking for, which is richer than anything that can anything on the outside could possibly bring you? Yeah, you know, my guides always share with me that true abundance is peace of mind. Mm. True abundance is, is peace of mind. And, um, you know, when I speak of freedom, I speak of that level of, of peace and connection. Um, and um, I like to think of things as uh, you could either have a perspective. I like to think of it as energy, right? Where are you in your space right now? Are you contractive are you, or are you expansive? How do you relate to anything in your life, whether it's your job, your finances, your love of yourself, your relationships, um, your career, your boss, your coworker, whatever. Is a relationship contractive? Does it make you feel like contracting or does it make you feel expanded? And when I think of freedom, I think of expansion. I don't think of contraction. Um, and it, it's not tied to anything material because it depends on what your soul truly desires in your life. And so, you know, um, Wendy Kennedy, who channels the ninth dimensional Palladians, and I talk about, talk about all these higher dimensional beings, but they share really good wisdom, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, they shared this, the soul cares about frequency. The ego cares about form. Mm. The ego focuses on the form, the material. The soul cares about frequency, how you feel what that is. And so for me, I can tell you right now is that um, I feel free whether or not I am, you know, living in my van in the desert, you know, living in my van on my land in the desert, which I've done before. I feel equally worthy, equally happy and equally free than whether I'm living in a mansion, which I've done before as well. Mm-hmm. That is freedom. Freedom is releasing yourself from domestication, domesticating yourself to I'm happy when I have X, Y, and Z. No, your freedom is now and here. You can claim it and create from it. I always shared this with my my students at the Earth Warrior School. Discontent is a hidden poison. Discontent is a nice signal to know that something is not in alignment. You know, that's great. But if you use that discontent as a driving force to create things in your life, you know, like there's, that's that patriarchal leadership that's going on, right? Oh, like never be content, always be better, always rich, you know, the mm-hmm. kind of thing, uh, which I'm trying to deprogram in a lot of my students in this in illuminated leadership. Discontent is actually a hidden poison because it's keeping you from the present. What's beneficial is actually inspiration and presence. And, and, and when you're in that space of contentment and then generating inspiration and creating from that inspiration, then you're free. You're not domesticating yourself to something in the future. You're here in the present. Does that make sense? Mm. So discontent is like this, oh, if you're creating always from discontent, never happy. But that's good because I'm always growing. Well, you'll never be happy because you're still operating out of discontent. You can shift that. You can notice that something's not working for you. Shift that. 
recalibrate and be in radical acceptance, remember your worth and then create from inspiration. What are you inspired to create? Then, you, then you're creating from worthiness and not creating from unworthiness and that makes you free. Mm, I love what you just brought up there in terms of how it's, it's not about what it is that you're creating. It's, it's, it's what's inside. It's, it's how you're being in, in the entire process of, of what you're creating. And I love how you said, I can be in a desert or I can be in a mansion and that freedom is consistent because the, the consistent piece is you. It's, it's within you. It, it has, it's not outside of you. And, and here's a really important thing as well that I want to hammer home because I think you are the perfect embodiment of that is that you can have both, you know, like having freedom and being, having peace in your life does not require you to, like you said, give up everything and go live in the desert. That's not the only way. It's not like you have to become a monk in order for you to do that. You can have it where you are. You can have all the things that you want and you can be peaceful and be in freedom. But it's, it's not, I love what you said, which is that it's not dependent on it. It's that you can have it if you choose it. And I think that's a really powerful distinction because there's often that, you know, I either get to have one or the other. And I think that is creating so much limitation in what possibilities we can create. I love that because, you know, I had, and, and we're speaking around abundance right now, right? Mm. Like material abundance. And, and I, I had that kind of that poor healer archetype around like, well, I'm afraid that if I were to be successful, if I were to be wealthy, that I would become a bad person. That was my biggest fear. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and it self handicap myself in that way, you know, is that, um, what I realized is that I'm actually really no good in the world. If I can't take care of my bills, <laughs> mm. if I'm in survival, I am no good in the world. You know, um, the other thing is that like, um, I mean, this is kind of a tangent from what you're sharing. Um, but it is kind of birthing through for me to share is that it comes with the package, you know, in terms of what you're pursuing, what you're creating, um, everything else that is in alignment with that, whether it looks like prosperity, you know, whether it looks like the perfect home, whether that looks like the perfect relationship, when you're in the frequency of what you're creating in your being, you know, people don't know what frequency is in your way of being right, whether that's expansive, worthy, loving, committed, you know, those frequencies that you're integrating in your being, when you are embodying that within and taking positive action towards that through the frequency of excitement, all of that comes in alignment. It comes with it. So for me, like I had a mission, right? I had a mission to teach people of the earth warrior way so that they can fulfill their high visions in a way that fulfills themselves as well. That was my vision because we're in transformational times and people are not equipped for what's going on. They're getting strayed by the ebbs and flows of life. And if I could teach them these spiritual tools that will support them in being a channel for source in their lives and creating the impact, fulfillment and freedom that they're, they're meant to create, then that's my mission. Now with that came like the money with that came money. And as long as I was focused on my impact, then the, then the, but then the, the, the wealth came as a result, you know, and it surprised me. You know, at first I wanted to be like, well, I would just be happy, Paul, if I could just make a living with what I do. If I could just make a living, if I could pay my bills with what I do, I'm happy. And what happened? 
what happened because I was committed to my own integrity. I was committed to my craft. I was committed to being, to giving and being in generosity. I was blessed by spirit. I made my first six figures within six months. I, I made my next fig, six figures in three months and I'm only going from then on. And that's because I was practicing this earth warrior way and focusing on my service, my connection and my expression. See, what I want you guys to understand is that to not be so caught up in the material right now. Um, you know, you want a big house, that's great. Have that vision. That's a beautiful vision. I want, I'm a cancer. I want a big house, you know, like I'm a, I'm a cancer sun, Leo moon. <laughs> we love homes and we like big, you know, we like grand, we like luxe, okay? Like I'm all about that. I want that in my life for sure. Like mm. I would buy the most expensive gear and most expensive guitar and most expensive equipment, okay? I'm blinged up for crying out loud. So <laughs> I have no problem with um, material prosperity. And what is your relationship to it? You know, what is your relationship to it? Do you use it to define who you are or are you using it to express who you are? That's the difference. I think there's so much gold in there. And I think that is like the best way to really bring to those, together this conversation in terms of what is your relationship with the things that are in your life. And that, if anything, is what's going to define not only your experience with them, but your experience as who you are. And I think, you know, this whole entire conversation, I think has been so impactful and, and I've learned so much from you as well, just Lotus guy. And I'm, I'm sure our audience has as well. Just, um, it couldn't have come at a more, more, in a more timely manner, just where we are right now in that. I think what I'm hearing from this entire conversation is that we have everything within us to have everything that we want in the world, to create everything that we want if we choose it, if we choose to access it, and if we choose to let go of the things that are not serving us and the things that are in our way. Um, and so thank you so much, Lotus Guy, just for such an incredible conversation and um, you know, for, for all of your wisdom that you have brought and the gold nuggets. And you know, I truly appreciate you and, and the work that you're doing. So thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me, Paul. It's just so fun to talk about all these things. And I'm, I'm so glad that a lot of this supported um, your community. Absolutely. And for our audience, if they want to find out more about you and your work, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, there's a few ways you can do that. Um, the first one is through um, a free gift I'd like to offer to the audience. Um, this is for the high impact professionals, entrepreneurs, and mission-based individuals, you know, people who want to create impact in the world. To those who um, have high visions for their life and want to fulfill it in a way that fulfills them, um, I created an activation meditation um, called Transcending Upper Limits. Um, and so if this calls to you, um, it'll support you in, in um, uh, transcending what my guides have shared is the illusion of the upper limit and creating all that you truly want in your life. Um, and you can get that at um, www.lotussky.com slash free gift. So that's www.lotussky.com slash free gift. Or you can also follow me on Instagram. Um, I am found as lotussky underscore. So lotussky underscore. Um, and if you, if you find me on Instagram, feel free to follow me and then send me a message. Let me know, um, what you thought of the podcast. And I'm so looking forward to connecting with you. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Lois Guy, first of all, for your generosity. And um, for those of you out there, definitely um, check out her and her work. It is just so incredible what you're up to in the world and the impact that you're making. So thank you so much once again for being on the podcast. It was so much fun and such an honor to have you. Uh, Thanks, Paul. And for our audience out there, thank you so much for joining us once again. And until next time, keep being fully unapologetically authentically you. We'll see you next time. The Yes I Can podcast is directed by Paul Can. Executive producers of the podcast are Paul Can, Chelsea Lynn, and Joyce Sauce.